Hello and welcome to the David Ryan Fitness Podcast. In this podcast, I will deep dive into training, nutrition and mindset. Morning folks, hope you are doing well or afternoon or good afternoon whenever you are listening to this or good evening or good night. Um, so today's podcast is probably going to be my favourite one so far, my most enjoyable one to prepare is the best training program for fat loss or how I structure my fat loss programs. First, before I get into point uh, number one, I want to say the number one thing that you need to do before you look at any training or anything like that is make sure that you're in a calorie deficit. When we try to lose weight, the most important factor is being in a calorie deficit. We all know what a calorie deficit is. It's eating less calories than you burn. So before we get into any training, or before you get into any training, and if weight loss is the goal, make sure that you're in a calorie deficit. So if you want to find out how to do that, just go onto Google, type in TDEE calculator, total daily expenditure calculator. This is where you will put in your, this is where you'll get your met- metabolic rate, your basic metabolic rate, your calorie maintenance. So you'll go into Google, you put in your weight, your height and your age into the calculator. And it gives you a rough rough estimate of your calorie maintenance. This is the amount of calories you need to stay the same weight. This is the amount of calories that your body needs to function. Your basic metabolic rate. So, say yours is 2,000. You take 200 to 300 calories away from that. And then you are in a deficit. Now, because they say that your basic metabolic rate is what you your body can survive on. So say if your calories is 2,000 calories and you take 200 off that or 300 off that and you're in a calorie deficit. You're not going to die. Your body taps, then taps into your fat stores for energy and that is why you lose fat. So remember, when you get this number off the calculator on Google or whatever it is, it's just a rough estimate. So you'll need to experiment and see what suits you best. Like, like everybody's different. So you could take 200 calories off your, off the number that you get in in the calculator and um, you might not see any any improvements or any weight loss or anything like that so it's you have to kind of experiment maybe try 250 maybe try 300 and then kind of go from there just need to take a drink of water there um so point number one getting clear on your goal when it comes to training for fat loss, the first thing you need to do is get clear on what your goal is. From working in a gym 
I'd see people coming in there and trying, and their goal is to lose weight. And all they did was cardio, cardio, cardio. And they're wondering why their body composition wasn't changing. Yes, cardio is a great way to burn calories and lose fat. But if you want to look good and improve your body composition as well, bringing in some form of resistance training into your program is very important. You need to be clear on what you want to do. If it's just body fat, if body fat is just the goal, then yeah, go ahead, do, do all the cardio you want. But if you want to change if you want to lose fat and change your body composition, then adding some element of resistance training is what you're going to want to do or what you should do. When you do resistance training, you not only look better and get and are more toned, but you burn more calories because you're adding muscle to your body. Muscle needs more energy, so therefore it uses more calories. Potentially, when you do weight training, it will increase your metabolic rate. So when it comes to training for fat loss, getting very, very clear on your goal and what you want to achieve is key. You can't hit a target if you, if you don't see it. You can't hit a target and if you don't see it and you're not clear on it. Okay. Resistance training. Number two. Point number two. Resistance training has a metabolic effect on your body. So when you lift weights, you tear down fibers in the muscle. And tearing down the fibers, then you go and eat food, particularly protein and essential amino acids, they repair those micro tears in the muscle and then your muscle grows and adapts and gets bigger and stronger. Now, girls, especially girls, do not get put off by this. You are not going to turn into a huge, bulky bodybuilder if you do weight training. That takes years of get dedication to get to that size. So you're not going to just sneeze and be big, massive, bulky person. Weights are just as good for women as they are for men. Now, people might turn around and say, I only burn about 200 to 300 calories when I do weights for an hour. But I burn 500 calories when I train um, cardio for an hour on the treadmill or whatever. Um or on the bike, or on the cross trainer, or whatever. So just before I get into it, the calories shown that you burn either on your watch, or on the bike, or whatever, isn't really that accurate. Like, it's not really that accurate at all. But let's just say it is. So then people come to the conclusion that going on the treadmill is better for losing body fat. And to a certain degree, it is. But what resistance training does is it elevates your metabolism so that you burn more calories when you rest because your body tries to repair and does repair from that workout. 
what happens with cardio is your heart rate elevates and when your heart rate elevates you burn more calories during the actual session so obviously that can support fat loss as well but you tend to not burn calories when you're resting like when you do resistance training the reason for this is when you do cardio the muscle isn't um damaged and you don't tear the muscle fibers as much as you would with weights so when you're on a treadmill or whatever you don't tear down as much muscle fibers and you don't need to recover so it doesn't take calories to repair your uh, recovery um like compound lifts like squats benches deadlifts military presses they all have microfiber tears in your muscles and then after you finish working out you need calories to repair your body so you burn calories up to 70 72 hours after after training but when you're doing cardio you obviously burn the calories there and then and then that's it so when it comes to programming for fat loss a combination of both is great you end up getting the best of both worlds and this brings me on to my next point which is creating a structure so when it comes to burning fat you want to create a structure in your program you want to get the most efficient effective way of burning fat and building a better body composition so you need to create the best structure for that to happen when you don't have a structure you'll get mixed results mixed training equals mixed results this is how i structure my programs for fat loss so as i said to get the best results uh, for fat loss combining cardio and uh, weight training is a must you're getting the best of both worlds as i said so with the cardio it can be either low intensity steady state cardio list or high intensity interval training hit low intensity for example is walking on a treadmill on an incline for 20 to 30 minutes and you would be just about to able to talk to someone beside you if they were talking to you or there's high intensity training this is more time efficient uh, where you could do 20 seconds on 10 seconds on or off or 30 seconds on, on and 30 seconds off or 45 seconds on and 20 seconds off it's totally up to you but it has to be at a fast pace both are equally good as each other and i would advise doing them probably two to three times per week if fat loss is the goal now i prefer doing low intensity as i find i recover better from the weight training and i'm not a sore but it's totally up to you what you want to do if you want to save time and do hit or you want to enjoy it and whack on a podcast and do some lists on the treadmill or go for a walk or go for a jog it's up to you now when it comes to structuring your weight training you'd want to do it like this or this is how i do it so every training session has four to six exercises 
you'd want to do two to three compound lifts or exercises and you want to do two to three isolation exercises. Now, you might ask me, what are they? So, compound exercises are exercises that work multiple muscle groups at the same time. For example, a squat is a compound exercise that works the quads, the glutes, the calves, the hamstrings. Compound exercises like the squat, bench press, deadlift are all the building blocks for a better body composition. And then you have isolation exercises. Isolation exercises are used to tackle one specific muscle group in isolation. So, for example, one of these would be, an example of these would be dumbbell bicep curls. You are just targeting the bicep muscle in your arm. These are like the cement to putting the building blocks together. So, what would that look like in a training program? Let's say you're doing a pull day. A pull day, a pull training day would be where you would be training all your pulling muscles. That would include your back muscles and your biceps. And just to give context, a push day would be your pushing muscles. So you have your pull and your push. And your pushing muscles would be uh, your shoulders, your chest muscles, your tr- uh, triceps. And then you could do legs. So you could do like a push-pull leg split, rest, push-pull legs. Then you're hitting all the muscle groups twice during the week, or there's loads of different ways you can do it. You can do it lower, upper, rest. Then you could do chest, shoulders, back, and then bring uh, incorporate arms in, into each one of them. Now, let's say you're doing a pull day where you're training your back and your biceps. You'd warm up first, obviously, get the blood flowing to prevent any injury. Then you would go onto your first compound movement or compound lift. For example, you could start off for a training pull, you could start off with pull-ups or assisted pull-ups with a band or machine if you're not able to do normal pull-ups. This exercise uses your lat muscles in your uh, back and your biceps primarily. So therefore, this exercise is a compound exercise using multiple muscles. You could then go do another compound exercise like the barbell bent over row, and that's your two compounds done. Then you can move on to your isolation exercises for your back, like dumbbell single arm rows, cable rows, and then you could move on to your biceps and do isolation exercises for them. There's so many of them. There's dumbbell curls, dumbbell seated curls, easy bar curls, um, drag bar curls, um, cable curls. There's so many different ways you can do it. So just to recap on that, creating a structure is so important for your workouts. Combining cardio and resistance training is going to get you the best of both worlds on your fat loss journey. 
And when you are doing resistance training or weight training, doing two to three compounds or um and two to three exercises or two to three isolation exercises in most um training days, that is the most optimal for fat loss and better body composition. Number four is a short one. And one that we all need to, um, even myself included, we all need to kind of hone down on. And it is no distractions. Turn your phone on flight mode and only use it for the stopwatch to time your rests in between your sets. You're in there to do one job and that's workout. So get it done Make it as intense as possible and get out. Then you can spend time on your phone or talking or texting or on, on the phone during workout. Like when you're on the phone during workouts, you lower the intensity of the session, you lower the mood of the session and you just don't get a good pump and you don't really get a good workout and you probably be there for two hours instead of one hour if you keep just looking at your phone like there's actually no point in even going to the gym if you're not keeping it in, intense do you know what i mean if you're not having an intense workout like there's actually no point in being there if somebody calls you like when you're doing a set and you have the earphones in and you answer you're running a huge huge risk for injury like, as I said, your intensity will be gone out of the window. So there's no point in training if there's no intensity. So just turn it on flight mode and that's it. You'll get out of there quicker. You won't be there for hours on your phone. And all you have to do is get in there, concentrate on your workout, get it as intense as possible, and then you'll smash it. Also, there's no point, you always see them people, and I've done it before as well, that literally go to the gym and just talk. Like, you don't, you don't want to be just going to the gym just for social aspect. You're going there to improve your body. You're going there to improve aesthetically. aesthetically. I'm not, I really, I'm not a big fan. I think a lot of people know. Anyway, when I'm in the gym and people come up to me, I'm just all, all in it. I don't, like... I don't really listen to music that much because I listen to a lot of podcasts and try to learn as much as possible. So I whack the podcast in and I just concentrate on my workout. There's no point in talking for fucking 20 minutes about something stupid. Like, you know what I mean? You can talk afterwards. And like, that's, that's just as simple as that. Last point is track your progress. Very, very, very important to track your progress. Bring a notebook with you in your workouts so you can track the weights you are lifting. You can track the resting time that you are resting between sets. You can track the weight that you're lifting. You can track how many sets you're doing. You can track how many reps you're doing. You can um, then add like you go back to the to the week before and you can add reps to the exercise that's how you improve or you can add sets to the exercise or you can add weight to the exercise and if you can't do any of that you can reduce the time that you're resting in between the sets 
So it's really, really important to, to have a notebook and track all your workouts. There's so many ways you can progress. And if you don't track, how will you ever progress? How will you ever know? Like if you don't track, you, you might say, oh, um, I've done this before. Uh, oh, I don't need a notebook. I'll remember everything. And when it comes to it, I don't have a clue. Like I don't have a clue what, how many reps I did for the bench press the last week. I might have a fair idea of the weight, but I don't know my rest time. I don't know how intense it was. I don't know what weight. Well, I, I probably would know the weight, but I wouldn't know the reps or anything like that. It's also good to have a goal as well. So to have a goal in mind and kind of work your way up through through that with the book. Like, say, if you wanted to be able to bench press a certain way or squat or deadlift, and it's good to work your way up to that goal, and it's rewarding when you do it. When we don't have a goal, we don't have a starting point. So that, again, leads to mixed training, and mixed training leads to mixed results. You have to track your progress. So you can improve. Otherwise you'll hit a plateau. And you'll. You don't want to be the one that's always. You don't want to be like going to the gym. And lifting the same weights for their, for three, four months. And wondering why your body isn't changing. Or you're not looking as good. Like you're as you were at the start. Obviously you were getting. If you only started you, you were getting them. Um, the gains from the start because you get you, you improve a lot at the start and then it gets a lot harder so it's really really good to have progressive overload and it's really good to track your progress that's how you get progressive overload you don't want to be that person that's just going to the gym and literally not improving and not looking better because everybody wants to look better everybody wants to look better aesthetically so just to recap on that on the way the best training program for fat loss is number one getting clear on your goal number two adding resistance training to your program number three creating a structure number four no distractions and number five tracking your progress Hope you've enjoyed it, folks. I really enjoyed this one because I love uh, writing my programs up for my clients and I love seeing all the different styles of training that you can do. And also, that's, in my opinion, the most effective, efficient way of burning fat. If you want to do it whatever way you want to do it, go ahead. Like, in my opinion, uh, doing what you like is is most optimal in the end um because you're going to be you're going to adhere adhere to what you like the best you're going to stick to what you like the best so the number probably the number one thing after a calorie deficit is just doing the exercises that you like doing and if you like doing hit do your hit classes if you like doing low intensity do low intensity if you like just going for a jog just go for a jog but that's the way i would program my workouts um 
that that's how I would do it for the most effective, efficient way of burning fat. Hope you all enjoyed it and I'll catch you on the other side.